Hello, hello, and welcome to Osbring's Island and such. Let's join the chat. Greetings. 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 Alrighty, we did a quick speed run rush, running to the very top of, well, top-ish to the tower. And nothing's attacked you guys here. A nice, chill, relaxed little session. Uh, so the floor is indeed yours. The last thing you guys did was get the little seed pod and the stick that turns into a snake. So Robbie now has the ability to uh, stick snake. I reminded her of the companion tab. There's a companion tab? Indeed. For summoning things. Which reminds me, did you want the snack? No, I already have a... What does a snake even do? Did we find it out? Uh, yes, it's Did basically... It... it can be a group snake. It's basically stick to snake, but not that version. It's a different version. So she has the creature. It will summon a Hot Springs Island equivalent boa constrictor. I can't remember. Can he fight or is he just not... Yeah. Just does he not die? So he can fight. The, the semi-difference between... Uh, long story short, if you want to summon him, throw the stick out. He will be Snake. If you want him just to be Snake, he can just be Snake, and he can follow you around. I won't make a token for him. You can if you want. But if you want to say, Snake Boy is following me, he's literally a wooden snake with, like, flowers on him and such. Reading the stats, it does say you need to feed him and treat him like a plant, because he is indeed a plant. Uh, so preferably keep him away from fire, keep him away from, I don't know, vines that are trying to suckle the moisture out of him, things of that nature. I'm going to have him stowed away for now. That's fine. Yeah, uh, so there's no mechanical... Uh, benefit, bane, bane, boon, anything to he going from talk, stick. Right? No, he cannot talk. He's just a. He's oh, just a I thought he could talk. No, he, he can. He can understand you though. He can very much understand oh, you. Okay. Yes, so he can nod and he can shake his head. So he is a snake. He's a small snake. So if you guys want to send him somewhere, he can wiggle through something, look at it, and come back. And then you can say, "Is there a bomb in there?" He can go, "Uh huh." So you can use him for that. And if he dies, he just turns back to a stick. That's it. Doesn't doesn't corrupt or anything. He'll just goes back to stick form. How far away is Daniel at this point? Uh, Daniel will be here relatively soon. He's one hex over. Basically, the next, I say the next major thing you guys decide to look at, because every time you guys look at a room, it takes anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes or so, I'd say. It's currently 4 p.m. I'd basically like to make like a, a bird eye view with this place because it's outside, right? Or was it not? Okay, so this, specifically the conservatory, this one here, is blocked off. There's no windows, to my knowledge, and there's no uh, broken open zones, although the other areas are. You know, very much so. There's a random window or like a wall broke, something of that nature. This one's closed off, though. No way for, get, for him to get in here anyway, then. Not this room, but instantly down one floor, there's plenty of windows. Yeah, yeah, he'll, yeah. yeah he, he knows where you are. Well, he will know where you are relatively soon, so. <laughs> I mean, once he is in like 100 meters, I get uh, telepathy anyway, so. Yep, I'll, I'll let you know. No worries. As mentioned, he went to Bavmorda, and he went to both camps to let them know. So he's done with his mission. He's on the way. Back down we go, I guess. There are those creatures there, and one of them was about to follow me through the door. I mean, obviously it didn't follow me through the door, but it was following me. So yes. I think we should make a real quick plan about which door to go through and run there. Did you want to go to the side or immediately back through the portal? No, I, there's, a, there's a lot of doors. I want to go past the doors. So, okay, the one that was following me would have been on the right side. So let's just dash left. So are, you, are the two of you going through the portal at the same time? I guess, if we're all going to yeah, the thing. Yeah, preferably. All right. So you guys go to the same time with Mad Dash. Sure. The two of you hop through, are instantly transported back to the third floor, and you can see the four guardians kind of just doing their thing, waiting for someone to approach their table. They don't seem to notice you immediately. Are you sure they didn't just want your, I don't know, offer you a drink or something? Um, maybe, but let's not yeah. risk it. It gave me bad vibes. I mean, these are bars right yeah yeah 
maybe just being nice, you know, patron saying hello. We'll uh, we'll try that on the on the on the way back. Sure. Dash away. Dash. All right. Are you, are you guys legit running to the store? Fast, fast walking. <laughs> Power jogging. Basically, yes. yes. Without making any eye contact whatsoever. Uh, I am going to glance at them just to see what they're doing. They seem to be essentially waiting and resting, uh, seemingly waiting for a customer or someone to approach them. As you guys kind of phase on through, they twitch for a moment and they don't look directly at your group. They kind of glaze over, specifically to tell like where their eyes would possibly be. They are basically piloting their orange goo, as a reminder, effectively piloting a broken up statue of an elf and dwarf, etc, etc. But there's multiple body parts. Some have three arms, some have two heads. They're interesting to look at. Close the door behind us. Good idea. Okay, as you guys leave to the external circular rooms, you quickly slink into one. You don't see any of the guardians do anything. Close the door behind you. Wait just a moment and hear nothing approaching from behind. You were seemingly safe. The external wall leading outwards seems to be a magical floor-to-ceiling wall of force, meaning all of you can see the jungle, the island, any ruins or anything that would be in the distance, but you know for a fact that you wouldn't be able to fall out. Uh, so it's effectively like a window, but a massive window. Fairly easy to see, and you guys are indeed on the third floor. You guys can see, not the volcano from here, that would be on the other side, but you guys are currently seeing out into the island. If you squint, you could actually possibly see the ruined city from here as well. I will squint. Were we able to see this from the outside as well? Like these indents? On the outside, it looked just like flat tower, interestingly. So it must be illusion on the outside to look flat. It's a one-way mirror. Indeed. And upon shambling about whatnot, you can see various beds and cotton tents just kind of, you know, line the walls. Some are kicked off to the side. Uh, it looks as if maybe, you know, a group of people woke up in a hurry. Uh, but this just looks like a, a sleeping quarters, maybe? Remember that this place is it's very lavish. The outside is like a black carpet with like constellations running through uh, said carpet in a silver pattern. Fancy. Yeah, so all these rooms, while they look somewhat dilapidated, it's just due to time. These were once very, very nice, like high-end shit. Did they leave anything behind that we can take? Uh, as you guys look around, you find various devices and such. Um, nestled into one of the... One of the beds will say you find this pipe-looking thing. It looks as if you could possibly stuff something into one end of it, light it, and smoke. You see two of them. One is broken, one is seemingly intact. Yes, a booth pipe. So, Lekka, do you smoke? No. I'll take it and stash it to sell later. Usually I just sell the stuff, honestly. Do you want to sell this one? You can, you can if you want. No. I mean, All right, I'll take it. Like, how old does it look? Like, is it antique-worthy, or...? I would think it's probably antique, bizarro, what the hell is this worthy? If a collector knew what it was, yes. It's definitely an antique, and if you could sell it the right way, yeah, you could probably get some money for it. Sure, it's probably worth something if you find the right person, but does it still look functional? Eh, uh, not sure. It's, it's definitely rough. It, it has not aged well. Yeah, I mean, it is a thousand years old, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely don't use it, though. Not planning on it. Other than that, this room just seems to be... Kind of, you know, also messed them out. Like it. There might still be traces of Sapopa in it. Ooh, good, good point. As he casts press digitation on himself again. <laughs> no! Hate your stuff. I'm never ever taking any more of that again, so please don't die. Oh, it won't die. It's far worse than that. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, remember uh, those things downstairs? 
Oh, the, 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 the slimes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they probably had way more than you could ever have, though. Yeah. I mean, my fingers haven't started going black yet, so you know. That that is a good point. I can probably still live a full cobalt life. Ah, sad face. All right, through the door. It's fine. I'll just get like ninth level spells and wish myself healed. <laughs> Are you gonna be able to live that long? Cobalt's live pretty old. Oh God. I'm already 200 and I'm still, what, level five? All right, I'm going to peek the door. It's fine, I'll talk to them. You just go through the portal, I guess. Let's I'm going to run to the door north. Once again, going quickly? Yes. This time... Know, I'm going to walk up to this uh, individual. Okay, are you going to walk up first and then let's Robbie go after? Basically, I mean, distracting from her, I guess. I'm going to hesitate in front of the door. Watching Lekka or... Yeah, to make sure he's okay. He's okay. I mean, if things go awry, you'll hear me screaming and I'll jump through a portal. I, I guess that's fair. As he approaches the Guardian, it turns to you. You can hear the stones residing within its body, scraping and crackling against themselves as the ooze shifts to face you, Lekka. It does so slowly, without any malice, and currently is not looking towards Yusarabi, just Lekka. The other ones slightly shift as to look towards his direction. The ones to the south, though... Uh, seem less interested. As you crack the door open and uh, move on in, Sarabi, they don't really seem to notice you, but they're looking at him, and once again, they don't really seem to mean you any violence. It is absolutely massive, though, and the being looks down to you, Lekka. Initially, no response. Just looking at you. I'm just giving my best poker face. I go like, so, what's on tap tonight? The being leans down. Its neck sort of extends so the face can get closer to you, and... Almost as if it's like searching for the right words to say. It's kind of like mealy mouth, just like. What what would please you? Bit rusty in the language department, huh? I mean, they haven't been working for a thousand years, you know. Sad face. Like, like I was going to think, like, what's something that they probably drank a thousand years ago? Knowing they're elves, probably something fruity. Malt wine. All right. The figure nods to you and the tendrils kind of whip off and grab onto various bottles you can hear them kind of clinking against each other the hands very shakily trying not to uh, break anything and it indeed places a closed bottle on the table in front of you another hand whips out and this time with a little more tact grabs onto a wine glass and sets it onto the table and says would this suffice uh is it legible like the the winer is like the the, the paper that explains what it is the label yeah, is nothing it is indeed aged, uh, but as we, you know, indeed know, well, let's say, uh, wine only ages up to, yeah, it only ages us to yeah. a certain degree, and this is not a controlled environment, uh, so, I guess to, uh, quickly, uh, you, both of you would know that elves and dwarves, because they live for so long, anything they want to last long, aka books and things of that nature, because they live so long, their books don't tend to deteriorate because they don't need them to last 20, 30 years, they need them to last hundreds of years. Unfortunately, this wine is not so fortunate. So the label is scratched and just faded completely. You can't tell. Looking at the bottle, though, you can see that the uh, all the silt has sort of floated to the bottom, and some of it's kind of floating around in the in the drink. It's definitely not good. The greeter on the front did say it was all on uh, on the house, right? Yeah, it was all inclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, not not to be rude and I don't know, potentially break this thing. Like I'll just take a glass, I guess. Yes, although well, fine. Most. Excellent. Uh, please let us know if you'll need anything else 
And as you say that, it kind of places out one of the stone hands like a using its like goo body to like tilt its hand. Like it has it, they, so every stone piece obviously is stone. So they're completely rigid and cannot move. So it uses the goo wrist effectively to kind of like centrally run its finger along your hand and the head kind of like tilts towards you. So Robbie, you, right. you, you sense awkward flirting to the north. Oh my. <laughs> All right. Thank you. And I'll take the glass and uh, I'll and the wine and, and I don't know, slowly back up and wink and run the hell away. All right. It gives you a very flirty wave as you walk away. Put my back against the wall, breathing heavily. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was, but that was not normal. Uh, you didn't scream, though, so it can't be that bad. It tried to flirt with me. I, mm, I mean, they have been alone for a thousand years. Are they even alive? That is a really good question. Like, was the goo of the same substance as the, uh, the things downstairs? It looked very similar, yes. I mean, I guess it was probably once upon a time an elf. Looking it's still incredibly awkward. Then why didn't they transform like the rest? I mean, they were half elf. The rest is stone statues and stuff like that. That's I, weird. I don't know. And honestly, I don't want to know. You know, I'm not sure I do either. <laughs> I'll hold out the wine. I got some wine, though. Don't think it's any good, but you know. Oh, that is way expired. Please. I don't even need to look at it. Eh. Gazing upon this room, though. So, Robbie, you had a few seconds to kind of take it in, as per usual. You got your big window across the way, but this room is adorned with hundreds, possibly thousands, of dangling flowers, or what were once flowers, that are dangling from the ceiling. Uh, they are not live. A lot of them are glass, stone. Uh, some are hanging via, like, you know, two to three strings or chains or something, but they've broke, cracked. Uh, some are dangling on the floor. Some have fallen completely and shattered. But this room did, indeed, once look nice. There are various areas for lounging and such. And you see a few more of those smoking uh, utensils. The beds are all kind of pushed up in, into various corners. Uh, looking through them for you know, an extra second, it looks like there was a struggle in here. And some of, the, some of the beds here are stained a dark, like, brown. That's strange. That blood. You kind of take a whiff. It's, yeah, yeah, that's probably old, old dried blood. Interesting enough, there's no blood anywhere on the floor. It's just in the actual material, the fabric itself. I mean, someone cheated on someone and stabbed them while they slept. Ooh. Yeah, or worse. Or worse. Yeah, anyway. Okay, these, you said glass flowers. Mm-hmm. Are any of them still intact? And can I remove them from the wall, the ceiling, whatever? Yeah, you definitely can if you want. All right. I'm going to pull out my super secret stash box and very gently wrap them up and put them in there. The... Chains holding them up, obviously. We're not meant to uh, stand the test of time, so they pop off quite easily. Excellent. I'm sure these will be worth something. Yeah. I, I, I'm assuming they're craftsmen high tier, right? They are crafted quite beautifully. I'm going to shove this box full of them. Alrighty. And as you're doing that, Lekka, what are you doing? I'm just being my cobalt self and sniffing literally every corner and crack. Okay. As you move around and kind of sniff and shift things about, you see that one mattress was thrown into another mattress very haphazardly. There's actually kind of a pile over here now that you're kind of moving them around. It's not just two, it's like three or four. And as you shift and move two of them, you can see it's, it's really difficult to tell precisely what it is. It looks like a large hunk of leather that's definitely not the bed kind of haphazardly hanging out between this pile of sleep equipment. I poked the leather. All right, you poke the leather and it doesn't seem to poke back, doesn't move. 
Seems like it's just kind of wedged under there. Do you pull it out? Can I make a shape out of it or something? So any particular shape if I pull it out? Uh, yes, about 80% of it was shoved into the mattresses so you can really see what it was. Uh, but upon pulling it out, it's very interesting to look at. It looks as if it, uh, something kind of pulls out with it, like it was shoved into a case that got knocked over. You see this case kind of hanging out. It kind of pulls the two together. And this like leather was rolled into this case. It's very similar to how you would store a scroll or a map of something of that variety. And the case falls to the floor. It doesn't make too loud of a sound. These things aren't really chasing you or anything, so you should be fine. It looks almost like like rectangle. It looks sort of like a, a, a square, but you're holding it in your hands, like, and you can feel something in it. Like it's it's almost moving and kind of shifting within your hands ever so slightly. The case itself probably was quite beautiful at one point in time, but it's you know time has gotten to it. Uh, but the map, it's made of possibly the same materials, uh, has not fallen victim to age and time. It looks as if there's an image of two stags that are kind of fighting and they're, 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 they're bucking. And there's a forest behind them. You can see on the top and the bottom of the case that's on the floor, uh, there was like an amber, like a, like a strange translucent maybe wax on the top and the bottom, but it was like hardened and lacquered so it doesn't, you know, melt easily. All for looks, of course. As you run your hands over this map, it kind of shifts in your hands and begins to lose this rectangular shape. And you hear kind of like a, a humming. And it's loud enough that you can hear it, Sarabi. From the map? From, yeah, from where Leka's standing, as you're collecting these flowers. I'll come Definitely over and you. investigate. As a two of you... I'll try to, like, lay it out on the, on the ground so we can look at it better. Yeah. As the two of you look at it, it is a very, very vague map of Hot Springs Island, and I, I do mean incredibly vague. Most of the most of the hot points that we're aware of are not on this map for obvious reasons. The massive volcano in the center is more of a mountain at this point. It's not, you know, huge and, you know, doesn't have all like the, the runways going down, all the holes in the side. Very, very simple. It's more like a mound. Large mound, big mountain, but not in the way that it normally currently looks. And it's shifting as it's now free and open to the air. It's originally kind of like a deep brown, green, mossy color. Now that's been exposed, it's beginning to shift like a green and like somewhat of a white as you see these runes dance across the face of this thing. And as it lays there for a second, you can tell it's kind of almost blending in with the floor now. You can see it perfectly, like plain as day, but it looks like if it's trying to chameleon the colors around it. Well, that's weird. Is anything on the picture changing? Seemingly, no. There's just two stags kind of butting head to the top of this picture, and then a map of Hot Springs Island near the bottom. But the shape of this thing changed until Lekka put it down. It's still a rectangle, but it's like growing longer in a way. Like it's stretching out, and thus somewhat stretching the image. I guess I'll try to peel this from the floor again, see if I actually can. Yeah, you can pick it up very easily. After a couple seconds, it begins to kind of fade back into its sort of darkish green color, but you notice where you're holding it, where your hands are, it's starting to turn a little blue. It continues kind of growing, and you're holding it in front of you, and you're, you're realizing this map has, like, shifted into, well, it wasn't a map, it looks more like a, like a cape or a robe now, actually. And it stops growing. And, you know, damned if you think it, but it's almost exactly your size, like a... Alright, this is weird. Gave me five minutes to figure out what the hell this is. Put, put it on! Put it on! Where's the armholes? Whip it around a bit. 
does it have like like snaps that'll hook to your shoulders? Cloak or a cape? Is it what? It seems more of a more of a cloak. There's no snaps to put on, so you're not really sure how it would stay on you. Does it have a hood at least? I guess I'll like you know do the the Superman thing, put it over my shoulder, see what happens. Yes. And as you kind of whip it over your shoulders, very very gently, it kind of shifts onto your body a bit. And in that space, Sarabi, where there would either be a string or with like snap with, you know, a metal clasp or something, uh, there is no metal on this thing whatsoever. Instead, very quickly, but once I said, you know, once again, gently, this little plant kind of like dances and grows across your neck, closing off one side or the other so that it doesn't fall off. Does he start to blend into the room? Are you moving, Lekka, or are you standing still? I'm currently standing perfectly still. All right. The longer Lekka stands perfectly still, the more he begins to blend into his surroundings. Not just the cape, but Lekka. It's a invisibility cloak. Cool. Oh help! I'm disappearing. Yeah. Just move. No, <laughs> I'll, I'll move. All right. The, the second you move, your chameleonness fades away. That's actually pretty useful. How fast does he com- com- chameleonize? To fully chameleon will take about ten minutes. You need to not move, and it will take the natural colors and surroundings and just kind of meld them to you, Lekka. All right. So not good in a pinch. But we yeah, set up. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to stand still for a bit okay. until it like, fully makes me invisible. And I'm going to try to very slowly move. So you do need to be standing somewhere that like, logically makes sense. So obviously in the middle of the room, yeah, doesn't so work I'm so gonna well. Stand, yeah, I'm going to stand against this wall, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's like against the wall in the pillow pile. It happens just as fast. It's easier to fool those around you. In the middle of the room, it kind of works. The second they move, they can see you. So you're definitely not invisible. If Sarabi were staring directly at you as he transformed, she could see you. If she looked away and looked back, she might not. When I say slowly, I mean like slowly move. Very slowly move. It Well, in the middle of a bunch of trees, it'll be hard to notice, right? Yes, but he'd have to be moving. I'm, I'm trying to think of like a game like we played like way back in the day. I guess, we, I guess if you're trying to cheat red like green light, like that slow. I mean, it's better than nothing. Indeed. You know, if I die again by a massive fireball or fire thing from a, a salamander or something. Oh yeah, your 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 unconscious still body will blend right in. Yes. That's kind of a bad thing. It's fine. I'll just be a unconscious rotting corpse. Oh my god. Joy. Also, Wait, yes. I'm thinking about that Lekka's worried that he uh, no, he found it in a case. There's probably no rotting corpse on the ground there somewhere. Uh, n- nothing was wearing it. Moving around the, the pillow pile, there are no bodies. You're good. There's definitely something else going on with this thing, though. Why else would it be a map on it, I guess? You also feel somewhat empowered, like a crackling running up and down your arms. Yeah, once we get to somewhere place safe, I'm gonna identify this thing. Technically, you just need to sit and focus, right? To identify it? Yeah, I mean, it's five minutes for me. Realistically, you could have done so oh, while you were waiting against the wall, trying to stealth. Yeah, that's true. Because I mean, you, you have to sit still for 10 minutes to make it work, so... I'm not, I'm not sure how long, if I have to sit still at all for a ritual, but... I would say you need to, like, start the ritual and then just kind of sit and, like, focus on it. And realistically, that's what you would have been sure. doing. So, yeah. Uh, basically, this will function... I can probably add an item. So I know you can't wear traditional armor, right? You can just wear light armor. Like, so, like, yeah. like robes? Okay. I, I don't think I have any proficiencies with it at all, though. Okay. This is essentially a cape. So it functions just like any, any an armor anyone can wear. So you don't need proficiency to wear this. It'll give you plus one AC, and the empowerment you learn, Lekka, is any weather or nature magic, any cantrips, you can add 1d4 to the damage. Nice. So anything druidy or storm-like. That's uh, all of them, basically. Perfect. You'll have to manually do that, so we, we can poke that later. Uh, yeah. But it as will as indeed as do that. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, have you added an item to your inventory? Because if you have, I can just throw the uh, information. I have not. Okay. I can add it real quick. Sure. When you have, let me know, and I will go ahead and throw the item in there. Uh, it's called Druidic Robes, if you want to name it that. Fancy. I know. All right, and besides that, Sarabi, there doesn't really seem to be anything else interesting in here besides the flowers that you acquired. All right, to the next door. All right, the next door is dangerously close to the barmaid. Oh my god, it is. It's fine. They're nice. All right, I will, uh, I will casually walk by into the door. You get within about 20 or so feet of this figure, Sarabi, and it suddenly turns to you and just stares at you. Hey, uh, I don't need anything. Thanks, though. Who invited you here? I've been invited this whole time. He's a guest, actually. Uh, you begin to move forward and it kind of whips its arm out to stop you from opening the door. It doesn't move, but its arm like lashes across. To Duck? It's, it's, so it's not hitting you, it's stopping the door. Oh, the door? Preventing it from opening, yes. Is this a private door? All rooms are private and for guests only. Who invited you? I'm a guest. The figure turns fully and looks to you, looking you up and down, and you can kind of hear like a like a scoff. Oh, is <laughs> is this no girls allowed kind of room? You're not getting that feeling. Are, are you sure? Because they they seem interested in me, not the boys. You can tell she's judging your looks, Robbie, not the fact that you're female. Oh, is it because I have tails? She's definitely looking at. So once again, it doesn't have any eyes, but like its generalness is. Uh, looking at, yeah, your tails, your ears, kind of all of you. You furry hater. And then it says, what are you? I'm going to pull my shoulders proud and pull out my chest. I'm a kitsune. It's staring at you for a bit longer. Not an elf. No, I am visiting to... Nor a dwarf. No, is there a problem with that? Yet you parade around in such a fashion. Dost thou... Think thine self beautiful? Yes! Uh, do you actually say that loud? <laughs> Absolutely! The other figures uh, adjust, adjust slightly at that. Not looking at you, Lekka. Uh, one of them is kind of passively looking at Aldrin as he's kind of standing behind and he'll kind of move on up and then looks to Aldrin and can see his ears are not pointy, nor is he short. So this figure also gives sort of a weird look to Aldrin. And uh, the figure over to the bar, to the right, kind of slinks on out and just sort of begins watching from a distance. And you can see the Guardian looking to you, Sarabi, and says, Your kind is not welcome here. And why not? The figure stands up to its 10, 15 or so foot height, looking down upon you. It says, Your brazenness is not appreciated. You are not a guest here, and guests do not belong. Is there any way we can call the, uh, the front door man? You don't know how, you can make an attempt. Wait, was he a hologram or like, like a, I don't know, something else? They were basically a hologram, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and call out. Hey, front door man, they're trying to kick me out. I checked in. There's a humming now in the room, almost as if it's attempting to maybe respond. And it says, the figure in front of you, shouting will not be tolerated. I will now forcibly eject you from the building. Oh dear God. It lets go of the door and pulls back a fist as if to punch you. And the other one begins to move forward. Uh, if you wish, you may dive into the room as it's no longer holding onto it. But you know it's going to be swinging at you like literally in a second. Yes, I'll dive into the room. Alrighty. Uh, because you're so close, I won't have you roll or anything because you are indeed far away enough and it's going to react fairly slowly. It's still kind of waking up. 
and it doesn't need punch. As you roll into the room, its fist goes hurtling over right where your head was and kind of snaps back. And it's a body, like, as, as you're kind of watching it, she's already rolled into the room. It's not responding as if it missed, and it kind of looks like where, where she was confusedly, like, slinks forward and is looking onto the, on the area where Sarabi just was a second ago, and then looks to you, Lekka, and says, Where did the intruder go to? And I'll point to the other side of the room. She teleported. Nods to you and says, Understood. I must have been confused. And they'll, they'll both look at each other and then start to kind of go that way. One, all right. They very slowly move over this direction. Close door. They like you, but not me? I mean, kobolds are an old race. <laughs> Unacceptable! Also, I look like a, a peasant, you know. Like a what? A peasant. You know, how, you know how old the elves are. They're I... the best. They should be super stylish! I should fit right in! Yeah, but they don't like it when you take their stylishness, you know. God damn it, pompous assholes. I mean, you remember, this is an island of, like, elven pleasure bullshit. It's, yeah. Yeah, well, that's perfect for me. I, I'm perfect for this place. Anyway. <laughs> You're too perfect for this place. That's why they want you dead. Oh my god. So I'm competition? I see how it is. Um, should they approach me again, I will have a fireball ready, just FYI. Eh. I have an easier solution. Which is? I just make the two of you invisible. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. I mean, it lasts for an hour anyway. I was just gonna say, how long does it last again? An hour is perfect, because yeah. we can slip through the rooms real quick. It's gonna I, be you in, Aldrin. I, I, I mean, they it. seem to like you, so... And they're gonna need to see someone open the doors, so oh, yeah, they you can just lead like the way. <laughs> I'm jealous. <clears throat> Alright, what's in this room? A pool that is carved into the center of the floor. Does it still have water? Unfortunately, yes, and smells quite horrible. Ugh. The pool itself is shaped like a fractal flower that if you gaze upon it for just a moment, seems to slowly shift. Uh, other than that, there really isn't much more in here. Just a really, really, really nasty pool just squatted around the middle. All right, well, I don't want to get any closer to it, so invisibility time? Yes, the two of you get here next to me. Third level, so I can have two people affecting it, I believe. Excellent. And that lasts for an hour? It is concentration, though, so, you know, I hope I don't get hit. Just don't get whacked. Now let's hope they can't see invisible shit, actually. I guess we'll find out. All right, do you guys pop outside? Yeah. Just in case, start dancing in front of the portal so you can pop through. What? Start dancing? Yeah, I mean, I can't see you either. Oh, yeah, you I'll guys hold... go dancing. Yes, are you guys holding hands, or, like, what, what are y'all doing? I mean, I'm assuming they're just following me, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna follow, like, on, on his heels. Oh, you can follow the, the cushiness of the, uh, the carpet. Do they uh, seem to react at all to them walking around? No, they're actually very focused on whatever was over here. You see them kind of opening doors and looking about and whatnot. They're not going in the rooms, but they are checking. Uh, as you guys walked by, the one in the room next to the room you guys are currently in, its head was extended into the room looking around. So this long-ass neck was like pulling out slowly, seemingly having found nothing. Thank God you have invisibility. Yes, very helpful as you're trying to escape pirates. <laughs> Said with experience. Interesting story. I'm uh, very interested. Well, it's not just for pirates, you know. Yeah? I mean, the authorities don't want you smuggling in specific items in specific towns. Wow. I disagree. I'm very glad you and I are friends. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't smuggle in the deadly stuff. There's plenty of stuff that is completely illegal in uh, Shun Hill. Completely illegal in different places of the world. I mean, yeah, that's just how the world works. And that's how I make my money. Or, well, I did before I ended up in this island. Don't worry, we'll be leaving sooner or later. I hope so. My ship's still out there, you know. Docked. 
Oh. Ugh. Do they know it's gonna? You're gonna be away from it for a while. Oh yeah. I think it was part of the, the contract with uh, Ma. She's taking care of my ship. Oh, okay. Of course, that also means that if I die, it's theirs, but you know. <laughs> well, she hasn't made me think she wants us dead yet, but who knows? Just make sure she doesn't expect you're hiding something from her. Good point. Anyway. Since you guys are invisible, we can, presumably, as long as you stay away from these guardians, you can go to any room you want, basically at any time. As long as you're moving slow, and we indeed are going to be. So, I can kind of do a, a quick rundown of general things we find. Uh, upon moving in and out of various rooms, uh, in one room, we find like a stone gazebo. There is... A... Oh no. Gazebos. Have... The worst enemy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you find a, a stone gazebo, and in the middle of it, it looks like if it was somehow crafted out of glass, it looks like coral. But it's more cacti in form. It's 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 thicker, but formed in like the shape of of, of a coral. And well, a glass cacti coral with zero. Yeah, that was full. Okay. It was full of water. Well, it is still full of water. And there's a bunch of just dead. At one time, at the bottom, there's just like bones and just stuff. Of what, like fish? Presumably, presumably fish. There's it's just muck fish. at the bottom. Yeah. So whatever was living in there is just long dead. Or aquariums. Pretty much. It's, it, called. Yeah, it's small enough that no one would fit in there, but it, it'd be like fish, maybe small eels, things of that nature. Uh, one of the other rooms has a bunch of giant crystal skull beds that look really hard until you jump on them and they're weirdly soft. Like crystal skull beds? Yeah, when you, when you jump on them, they actually self-illuminate. Like the bed itself is shaped like a skull or like the... the... Yeah. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, very weird, yeah. And there, there, there's like six of them or so, like spread around the room, three on each side. And where you like, if you get close and touch it, it feels like it's soft like a beanbag, if anything. You can jump right onto it and it just completely bends on into your will. Very comfortable, actually. Oh, I kind of want to take one of these with me. I agree, but it's way too big. Yeah. Too bad we don't have one of those, you know, those, those bags that just hold everything. No, right? Uh, a few but other things you guys find. I don't think they would fit inside that either. Uh, these aren't too big, so they probably would. But these bad boys here, I threw them in Discord. Uh, a bunch of wooden tubes that are tied tightly. Uh, you can tell that some of these would be used for snorting uh, various powders. Uh, you see one that is similar to the snorting variant. Uh, one kind of breaks off like a wishbone, where it's two pipes that go down to a single pipe. You know, shove it in your nose, snort it up, good times. The other one, it looks sort of like some form of really, really archaic injector. It's got two needle points, and then you can see that at the top, you could inject you know, a liquid or maybe a powder mixed with water uh, or like a jellied version of Sapopa and probably inject it into yourself. Those are kind of gross. I'm going to ignore them. They're all very gross. Yeah, there's like caked blood on them and old caked blood on them. But yeah. I bet those aren't sanitary. No. <laughs> you you, you want to bet on it? <laughs> no. Seems like an unfair bet, honestly. Yes. On one of the beds, you find a chain. It is a platinum chain. Sarabi, you would actually recognize this. It looks just like it's thrown into a little pile at first, but as you pick it up, uh, this is actually a belly chain for belly dancers. It's got little diamonds adorned every couple inches and some dangling bells and such. Oh, I will absolutely stash that in a pocket. Mm-hmm. It's also... Do anything? Oh, it does, yes. Yeah, I guess I can throw all y'all there, and we'll say we're just going from room to room at this point. And every time you guys kind of pop out, the, the guardians are... They're, they're moving opposite of where you guys are. 
Uh, so if you guys go left, they'll go right. You guys are making sure to stay away from them, of course. They're not moving super quick. And occasionally, they turn and look in your general direction, but not seeing anything, they move along. You get the you get the feeling that like maybe they might be like vaguely tracking you, but if it's a function they have, they haven't figured it out just yet. <laughs> but we're you know staying safe. Of course. Go like I've been in every room. I don't think they're here anymore. Uh, so this one, did you add it as an item? No, not yet. Okay, uh, I'll go ahead and add it for you. This is the provocateur's belly chain. Like the name. It is a platinum belly chain adorned with diamonds and small dangling bells every inch or so. It increases your agility and enables you to flawlessly execute three new highly provocative dances. Perfect. That's very fitting. Very. But you understand dancing and such. You probably would know some of these dances, but, you know. I, I mean, if it helps you learn some new ones, great. Indeed. There's at least two. There's, there's, a, lot of, there's a lot of fun things in here. I'll go with this one. All right shoved into a small box with its lid kind of slapped off, sort of chilling in the corner. It's approximately the size of, it can probably fit, I would say, a, a large grapefruit. And inside this box is a smooth sphere of gold, the size of a very large grapefruit. Hey, Lekka, you like shiny things, right? Of course. I'll toss it to you. Is it hard, heavy, not actually metal? It's pure gold. Uh, do you catch it, Lekka? Yeah. Alrighty. As you place uh, both hands on it, you guys are in one of the rooms, by the way. Uh, roll me a d6. What did you do to my wife? I didn't mean to! It's gold! I don't want it! It's fine. As you catch this ball, and not one second later, suddenly, the gold on the face of this ball begins to shift and warp and out pushes forth this, I wouldn't say beautiful, uh, it's a very stern-looking face that presents itself to you. It kind of yawns, it goes like, mm, stretches a bit, looks at you, right in the eyes like a, breathes in deeply, and just pukes a cloud of 100 translucent iridescent butterflies in your direction. That is not what I was expecting <laughs> to come out. After it's done puking and kind of spitting the last few butterflies out, it, it like, Ugh, and then looks at you and goes, standing there with my eye closed, sighing heavily. It looks at you and smiles and goes, ha ha, and then it just kind of like phases back into the ball. What's a behilith? Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> berserk. Oh, okay. Uh, but after it does that, it just kind of stops. Well, right. um, you can keep <laughs> I'll, that. I'll, I'll hold it in one hand and like stick it in a bucket or something. Oh. I don't even want to know what the hell it is. <laughs> we'll find out I'll later. Check it, I'll check it out later. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, for now, you can call it the golden face ball. Very descriptive. Indeed. Uh, it has stuff on it, but that stuff is what happens when you roll the d6. So I'll hold on to it for a second. And I think there's one more thing. We'll say you guys found this one in the room of skulls. Uh, there is a seamless two-inch glass cube, and it appears to contain about 27 uh, cut diamonds of exceptional quality. doesn't have a lid or anything. They're just kind of sitting in there. About 27, huh? I don't know why it's so specific, but yes. Like a shiny. Definitely has magic floating within it. It is not just a fancy cube. Are those diamonds? I'm taking those, definitely. Did you say it's enclosed? Yes, completely seamless. Uh, shake it. Hey, that sounds like a bad idea. Shake it gently? I mean, I guess I'll try to see if it clinks. Alright, it, it indeed does. Doesn't seem to damage it whatsoever. Right. Do we see anything? Hold it up to the light? I mean, there's definitely something about this, I, I guess. Is there any light falls here? Uh, so there obviously is light that phases in through 
the doors into the room, there's a there's a really, really, really pale light coming out of these portals, but that, that's basically it. There's no actual light in the room you guys are in, so it's really dark in here. Unless one of the doors is open. What about one of the, uh, yeah, one of the rooms, basically? Yeah, so if you were going to one of the rooms, are you trying to hold, like, light up to it so it shines through? Basically. It's gorgeous. It shoots rainbow light everywhere, but besides that, it doesn't really seem to do anything. Well, it looks nice, and there's definitely something in it, but... Yeah, like, it, it definitely does something. Um, If you were to cast your spell on it, I'll let you know. I mean, we'll do it when we get downstairs again. Sure. Uh, but other than that, that's the last thing you'll find. All right, it's time to go now. Goodbye. Wave, and I'll jump through the portal. As you shout that, they all sort of give you a bow as you traverse on through. Oh, oh, I, yes. I, want, to, I want to make a raspberry sound as I jump through. All right. A, a raspberry sound? Yeah, the, the tongue. <laughs> that. Oh, okay. I've never heard that. You've never heard it called a raspberry before? <laughs> nope. Oh, <laughs> what, what would you call that? It does not have a name. I mean, just sticking your tongue out, I guess. Fair enough. Also, blowing on someone's stomach and making the fart sound is also called a raspberry. It's called something else, but I'm not sure. I can't remember what it is now. <laughs> Alrighty, you guys are easily able to go back to the second floor, and it's just easy to remember. There is music playing, some left the door open, so the music's a bit louder. But other than that, no changes. Oh, guys, guys, now that we're back here, I, we, look, come look at this. What? We've already been here. Wait, you, you, you didn't take a look at the, the mirrors? There's leaves sticking out of them. Like, oh, like, I seems like a... Look at the weird mirrors with the weird mud men next to it. But it looks like it could be a portal. I mean, why would leaves be here? Look like they blew out of it. I guess that's fair. And I, you I mean, know... Like you if... Try walking through it? <laughs> no, I didn't want to do it alone. I might as well if we're sitting here. I'll identify everything we have found, including the, the mirror, quotation marks. Works for me. Already. Keep an eye on that thing, though, because I don't try. I'll watch it, okay, while you identify how's that. Sure. The entire time you were sitting here, relaxing, it doesn't seem to... Also, I dropped concentration on the uh, invisibility. Okay. All right, it has more information, which I'll go ahead and keep over here. But yeah, basically, whenever you touch it with both hands, you roll a d6, and it will do uh, something fun. It's a game, so it's, it's, not, it's not anything bad. Yeah. It's not going to kill you. You know this is, I wouldn't say a child's toy, but it's like a drinking game, basically. You grab it, and then it does something. I hate it. It's going to be loud, so don't do it when you're trying to be quiet, but yeah. Yeah. And it only triggers it's fine. when you put both hands on it. So you know touching it with one hand to identify it and looking at it, it's not going to freak it out or anything. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and call this one. Here, let's say, it is a seamless, unbreakable, two-inch glass cube. It appears to contain 27 cut diamonds of exceptional quality. A spellcaster can use this cube to cast spells without expending your own energy. However, you know there is a downside to this. And you know it only has so many uses, although you cannot tell how many it has, and it's intentionally trying to obscure them. This is very much sort of a trick item. It will do what it says. Uh, the downside, though, is that whenever you use the cube, uh, it will deepen your feelings of shame, or regret, or guilt. It's called the cubic focus of shame. Nice. <laughs> I don't want to be near this thing. So you very much can use it. After a certain amount of time, it will uh, no longer be useful. And it's unbreakable, huh? For shame. Seemingly unbreakable, yes. And you can tell uh, pretty easily. Oh, in terms of, uh, sorry, this is like <laughs> more OSR. Uh, in terms of for us, anything that is level, obviously any spell that you have, level three or lower, it can just boot, shoot it out. Does it extend the feelings of guilt permanently, or does it wear off with time? It wears off. It does indeed have limited uses, though. So this is really good for a druid or a cleric, because you have a lot of spells, obviously. All you can do is touch it. You don't need to tune to it. You just give it a touch and you can cast a spell. It'll also be good for emergency like invisibilities and stuff. I guess. 
especially it's up to the third level, I assume I can also upcast stuff. Yes, so if you want to cast something at a higher level, you can very much do that. Wait, actually, this is great for you, Sarabi. You can use this to cast uh, the spell we need to rescue the portrait lady. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, you'll feel ashamed for a bit, but... Ah, uh, that's fine. I don't have much to be ashamed of. Eh, we'll fight out. <laughs> Alrighty, and by this point, since it took you guys a little bit of time to uh, do your thing, uh, Daniel comes flapping on in as you're sort of exploring the last item. As you touch the mirror, you realize the thing that I told Sarabi before. These are indeed 100% enchanted. Uh, something's going to happen to this one, though, in just a second. But their intent is for you to see yourself, not other people. You see yourself as beautiful, not necessarily at your happiest, but as your top physical beauty. Even if it's oh, completely God. vapid, that's the way you see yourself. So you see the perfect physically attractive Lekka when you look into the mirror. Yeah, Lekka sees himself as a dragonborn. Yeah, basically. Like, whatever you think would be, like, the, the hottest version of Lekka, the most, like, vapid, just, oh, I'm so hot, that's exactly what you say. Basically, with, like, massive electrical crackling behind him and stuff like that, floating in the air, being an absolute god of a man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm hot! He has, like, I'm a back. Oh, my god. Damn, I didn't know I looked this good. Say what? Yes, I'm, like, posing in front of the mirror at this point. My god, what are you doing? Looking at myself in the mirror, of course. What? It's not that amazing. Come on. What do you mean? Flex. Look at this. I only see myself in this mirror. This, these mirrors are weird. And then the identify pops in it, and mirror and like I goes like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> now you said. <laughs> no. No. So that's what they do. <laughs> they Sorry. Make you, they make you see yourself as perfect. They definitely aren't portals. Oh, so I think I'm pretty perfect already. <laughs> They must do something else, though. Why else would these leaves be here? I don't know. We'll find out when God gets back, I guess. Where did the leaves even come from? That is a good question. Can't be that old. Otherwise, they would have been crumbled to dust already. Like, I think the slime thingy brought them in, but from where? Well, those three downstairs did come from outside. Well, those were, I don't know, trying to do nothing. There were a few of them trying to come upstairs as well, I guess. Uh, already, uh, while I was AFK for a second, were you guys doing anything? We were deciding why this tower is so weirdly shaped and what's behind this wall. Prior to that, though, when you were looking at the glass back there, you were giving it a poke. Uh, while you were over here, Sarabi, where were you positioned while he was identifying the wall? I was going to stand nearby, but keep my eye on the ooze. The entire time, the ooze is literally nothing. You guys chit-chat. You make a little bit of noise. You're touching items. It doesn't seem to care. It's just swaying to the left, swaying to the right trying to keep to the music as much as it possibly can while staring at itself in the mirror. And after you, said, after you finish investigating this mirror, uh, Lekka, if you could roll me a dexterity save. Excellent. Alrighty. You take your hand away from it after having finished identifying and figuring out what it is, and you hear a crack. And as you do, something comes surging through this broken mirror. The orange ooze, one of its sadopods, pushes forward and kind of slaps onto the floor right where you were sitting. Fortunately, you're able to roll backwards in time to completely avoid it. It's not necessarily looking at either of you, but it seems confused. Aha! I knew it was a door! Oh, you said it was a portal. Door portal, close enough. They're completely different. It doesn't matter. Is it coming to us? It's moving over the glass trying to like look like where did it go where did it go it's it's almost panicking in a way you can sort of hear it burbling up it's not necessarily looking at you and sarabi but it 
is currently in a state of just like ah and it's like it's like it is slowly moving towards you though i might pick up like a piece of glass and aim it at him see if he reacts in it turning the glass towards this thing it focuses and then slowly moves towards you i'm gonna lead it to the other mirror to the north and then see if i can keep it distracted there yes Alrighty. as you begin moving north very very carefully holding the mirror straight as you possibly can it didn't completely shatter into tiny pieces so you're able to pick up a large enough one you slowly move it over you shift and turn the shard of glass over to the other mirror and it looks at itself and then kind of goes start swaying again staring at itself in the mirror seemingly happy thank god i guess that means the mirrors are double-sided i guess makes sense you see a keep, through. keep yeah. through the hole you see a bunch of leaves and such that are all just kind of sprayed out here and there's a little veranda here. And on the other side, you see another orange sludge kind of just swaying and chilling, looking at a mirror and enjoying itself. A veranda, you see? Yeah, What's looking, over it? Looking over the edge, uh, you guys can see the mountain. You're on the second floor, so you guys aren't too high up. So I'm going to look up and see how far the tower goes up further, I guess. It's difficult to tell, considering you guys are using portals, not stairs. But there should be one more floor, judging by the height of the room, at least. You mean above that top floor we were on? Correct. I'm going to send Danny up there to see what's there. Okay. Uh, as you guys are kind of chilling out here, these slimes paying you no mind. Daniel flies on up, kind of does his thing. Uh, he comes back down and just kind of, you know, shrug more of the same. Yeah, it's, it, there, there's the top of it, but, you know, no windows, no way to get in. No openings at all? Is it flat up there? Uh, flat as in... Could you stand there, basically? Oh, uh, the, the, the top is domed, so he, he sat on top of the dome and kind of looked around, but there's no way to get in. Too bad. There's also a big uh, lens on it, right? Indeed, yeah. Nothing there either? Oh, shakes his head now. It's, it's sealed very well. Well, that's an issue. Worst case scenario, you're going to have to blow a hole. Nods. Ready to fireball. <laughs> uh, does that have enough power to burst a hole through a wall? Probably not. <laughs> a man can dream. It doesn't right. seem to be a lot here. Yeah, is there anything up here? Honestly, it's just a lookout. It's 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 quite nice as you guys move about. Um, shifting over to the north, uh, you do indeed find something. Let me grab the image because it's too funny not to. All right, before you ask me, what's that hub? What's that hub? You find a metal cod piece. Nice. We needed something for Eldrin. Highly exaggerated, entirely made of silver. It's engraved with the scene of a waterfall. What the fudge? I wouldn't touch that if I were you. Um, um, I wonder if I could sell it. I might be able to sell it. I mean, probably. It's got leather. silver. Yeah, it's silver and it's got leather straps. It's antique. The motif is nice. Sure, someone would buy it. Um, can I pick it up very gingerly and stuff it away somewhere like in a corner where I won't touch often? Just using, give it to Eldrin. Using one of your gloves? Yes. Here, Eldrin, try this on, Winky. Uh, hard no. <laughs> he finds something to wrap it in and stuffs it into his the bag. It should not be named. Indeed. All right, this indeed does do something. Oh, of course it does. Uh, I'll go ahead and let you know. It is magical in nature. Very simple, though. The wearer does not need to eat, drink, sleep, or excrete waste. It's party time, basically. You can party as long as you want with this codpiece on. However, the leather straps holding the piece are always just a little too tight to be comfortable. And the device stops functioning if covered by any clothing. So it must be loud and proud. <laughs> All right. 
I'm sure some crazy uh, party rich guy will be in a butt. Like I contemplate the party card piece. <laughs> I mean, I don't wear a lot of clothes anyway. Actually, no, I would have to take off this cloak. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the cloak's cooler. You can wear the yeah. cloak, you just, you just can't cover the codpiece. Oh, so no pants. Oh. No pants, correct. I mean, I'm not wearing any pants anywhere. Say what? No, I have shorts on. He's a kobold, yeah. Like, I can walk around naked without anything showing, so, yeah. Actually, hang on, this has been outside. Is it not worn down by weather? Oh, it's definitely weathered down, yeah. It's a magical item, it lasts for a while, you know. Right, yeah. Are the are, is, is the decoration still, like, perfectly intact? I would say it's grimy, but... Y'all have a spell that makes that not so, so it's fine. Oh. <laughs> I mean, all you do is anything we just touch it. it to one of the fancy lizard folk. What are they called again? The Kira? Yeah, I mean, they seem to be about partying, you know. I guess. I will say. But at this point, I'm just looking like, where do you normally enter this place? Upon closer inspection to the mirror that broke, it seems as if when this place was up and functioning properly, they could function as revolving doors. Specifically, the large one to your right, Lekka, where you see the ooze on this side, you know there's one on the other side. This one specifically, you know, can function as a door. It's just they're so old that there's a percent chance they'll break if you touch them. Um, one more thing. Can we tell any details about the, the mountain? Anything in particular? It's, uh, Sparku's mountain, right? This is a volcano. Oh, a volcano? Yeah. Okay. This is a small one next to this tower. Correct. Okay. Like, we might be able to see the city from here, I guess. Can we? Uh, from this angle, you can definitely see part of the city, yeah? It was easier to see it from the other rooms. Okay. Obviously, you're higher up, so... Okay, I'm actually higher up, right? Currently, you guys are on floor Wait. two. You guys were on floor yeah. three, so it was easier to see on floor three. Yeah. Makes sense. Not that it's some kind of weird jumble tower. Yeah, oh, yeah. It went to the top here. Yeah, it actually went higher. So, uh, yeah, I, on, that, on that note, looking outward, you guys can tell that you actually were on floor three, so that makes sense. You can look at your surroundings to gauge where you are. Uh, other than that, you guys were asking about the, like, bottom section. Yeah. Uh, what precisely were you guys looking at over here? Like, it seems to be cut off, and we know that there's a uh, staircase behind it, like circling. There is, yeah. Are there any decorations on the wall? So there's the kinetic wallpaper of the gold, the lapis, and the obsidian triangles that are, like, jumping around. Uh, they specifically only move when you guys are nearby. There are some sections of this wallpaper that are covered in that orange crystal. Those do not move. They're stuck. I want to start touching everything. Okay. You know, poke, pull, tug, push. I identify the entire wall. Show me your secrets. All right, as the two of you begin to move about, uh, as I mentioned before, there are plenty of beautiful statues here. And so, Robbie, as, as you and Luck are kind of poking and touching the walls, between two statues over to your right specifically, you notice that some of the stones in the wall appear to be loose. Poke, poke, poke. As you poke, 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 one of the statues shifts and you see a bunch of like dust settle it begins to twist and turn as it basically drills itself down into the floor and then behind it suddenly a door is revealed or a passageway leading to the south Ooh, look over here Ooh, the door is ajar every chip is this place uh you're instantly greeted by a kitchen oh cute Ooh. i mean i doubt there's anything edible left but you know all spoiled Everything looks like it's definitely seen better days. There's a pantry in the back. It doesn't really have anything in it besides lots of metal shelving. There's no crystal back here, though. There is very, very little in the kitchen, like very little in the kitchen, and there's literally none in the pantry. So it didn't seem to make it back into this room. Are there any mm -hmm. fancy cutlery or knives? Something might have survived here then, I guess. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's def definitely cooking knives. They're aged. 
Okay. Um, anything fancy, though, or just pure efficiency? Uh, as you begin to look about, you actually hear one of the metal ovens begins to kind of shake. They're very large and egg-shaped with hinged doors. There's three total, and the middle one's shaking a little bit. Just, just barely. Shake in what way? As if something's moving inside it. I'm going to grab a knife and uh, open the door and back away. You wedge the door open, and it bursts open. Two fluttering creatures fly out of it, just gasping. After they cease their movement, they look about the room and look about the room. Upon closer inspection, they seem to be almost entirely composed of gas, and they have these small little wings that are just like, flap, 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 flap. As they're looking towards each of you, they, can, they look to each other, and they, they look to each of you, and they kind of point and go like, ah! That's oh, more of these guys. And they point back at the oven, and they're trying to discuss something, and they go and kicks the oven. <laughs> okay. We do know they're elementals, so they can only contact, well, <laughs> Sarabi via any body language. And you, Lekka, you can sense that they are relieved to be free. They're not angry, so they're, they're not mad at you guys. They're actually really happy that you freed them. Wait, they're air elementals? Uh, effectively, yeah. They're made of steam. Daniel, come in here. Daniel flies on in. I found friends for you. Oh, cool. They look to Daniel, and they, they like, kind of begin flying around each other. Uh, Daniel kind of squawks at them. They make really interesting noises back at Daniel, and they're seeming to converse something. And like I said, like, oh, the emotional wave you're getting from the two of them is happiness. Like, holy shit, we were stuck in there forever. Uh, looking in there, Sarabi, there actually is indeed a knife that is kind of wedged into uh, the back corner, but it's not a cooking knife. It looks more like a dagger. I'll pull it out. As you're going to turn it in your hand, it seems to be quite dull, actually. Uh, it's made of obsidian, and the hilt represents a serpent that is breathing fire. The fire is the blade. It's fine. It's probably decorational anyway. The two of them kind of, they give you a look, Sarabi, as you pull that out and like, that was ours. And then Daniel kind of like squawks some things to them. They get, they go, uh, oh, like, I'm, I mean, if they want it, they can have it back. I just, how do they hold it? They can pick things up. All right. I'll hand it over. What is it for? He takes it. And then they kind of stabs the other one with it. And he goes like, ah, and then. He pulls it out and then he kind of laughs and then he stabs in the other and he goes, ah, and then he pulls it out and you can tell they're just kind of shifting around it and they kind of just shrug and like they, they point out like it looks cool. Yeah, makes sense. And Daniel squawks a few things more at them of like, basically you can tell like he's like, hey, we, we rescued you. The most you could do is give us a, a little reward, right? And they kind of go, eh, yeah, sure. And they kind of begrudgingly with like shoulders down, he flies over to you, so Robbie and puts it back in your hand. Oh, thank you. And it kind of wait, gives you a wave like, ah, whatever. It's all I'll, good. I'll, I'll take care of it, I promise. Free to go if you want. Yeah, other than that, they're like, they seem hyped and excited to be free. Uh, so they give, they, they kind of move around Daniel, the three of them sort of like fly around each other happily. And they give Daniel a nod. Daniel nods back to them. Goes to perch on your shoulder, Lekka. Uh, they both look to you and give you like a two-handed wave as they both easily could fit through this door, but decide not to. And they're like shoving each other and pushing each other and like laughing as they both kind of jet out. Presumably go to fly the window. Nods. Yeah, makes sense. That's how elementals for you. I don't have much experience with them. Probably for the best, honestly. They can be a bit much. <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell. Like, honestly, it's weird how calm Daniel is. I mean, he's your summon. He's vibrating with, with excitement. Mean, he wasn't to always my summon. I met him when he was a free spirit, you know. One could say he was a free bird. Yeah. Oh my god. He just kind of, you know, tagged along. Well, I guess you tamed him then. Yeah, or he tamed me. Not sure yet. Or, or that. <laughs> you tamed each other. Yeah. Let's go with that. All right. Well, I explored most of this other room. 
So I guess back downstairs we go. Was there anything in the other room inside the kitchen? I uh, know that was actually completely empty and to the point where it looks like it was protected and whatever storm or nasty bit of badness didn't seem to get to it. And as you guys descend, we move back oh, to the first floor. I could have survived in there, I guess. Daniel flies on down. You guys are all met with the same same room. You got the oozes moving around. They're not really doing anything too crazy. Also, I don't want to kind of get me there, so uh, I'm going to slowly sneak past, I guess, out of the vision. All right, looking this around the room. Minus one damage. <laughs> uh, they don't necessarily seem to notice you all. Yeah, that's what we thought last time. You, you, you guys are far enough that you're seemingly safe. Anything in particular you all want to look at? I mean, I am just want to go, uh, unless we've explored all the other parts, right? Yeah, did we explore everything here? Baseline, yeah. You guys didn't really look. You just kind of walked over. What What is eight? Uh, those are the hanging spheres and squares. Oh, Alter mentioned those, right? Yeah, a bunch of cubes and squares that are about 10 by 10 metal, and they're woven, uh, hanging at different heights from the ceiling. Some have completely fallen, but most are still hanging. If you get close, this, like, little pedestal rises up to about the height of it and then moves back down when you move away. I want to go see one. Okay. As you walk up, a pedestal to your left sort of clicks free, waits a moment. I'll hop on. Okay, you hop on. And a second later, it slowly rises you up to basically a little egg bed. I wouldn't necessarily recommend jumping in, as this is quite old and a little mildewy. Ew. The chains are definitely gonna break. Is it empty? You're able to kind of look around a bit, and you can see they're all hanging at different heights, and you got, you got one of the higher ones. They're, they're not empty, they have definitely pillows and things of that nature, a lot of, lot of like, smoking paraphernalia. Almost all smoking paraphernalia here. You can tell that people would just jump up here, chill, smoke, and just rock away in this little, like, you know, bed swing type thing. You can see a few beds over, though, one of the cube ones. There's something nestled under one of the pillows. I'll ride the elevator down and go to the other bed and ride it up. Uh, as you go ahead and... Before do... she gets that, I'm gonna grab it with my mage hand. Excellent. Right before you're actually able to uh, get all the way up to Sarabi, a little... Look what color is your mage hand, like purple? It's the same color as my uh, skills. Okay, perfect. It, uh, it flies up there and kind of just yoinks this thing and then pulls it down to Lekka. Hey! Your bird catches the worm. Hands on hips. I'll, I'll quickly take a look at it. Uh, yes, you have in your little mitts a large green leather satchel that is completely embossed with scenes of an elven dwarven orgy. Ah, yes. I'll float it back up to Sarabi. You can have this. I'll take a look at it. It is held, barely held closed with like a little button that just absolutely does not want to exist anymore. Uh, ooh, my lovely. And I'll have to take a peek inside. Okay, as you open it up, it is full of approximately six, about one, uh, they're approximately about one foot, like, long pink candles. They're really thick, too. And they have a really, like, musty, musky smell to them. Uh, real, real, real strong. It's, it's nice, though. It's definitely nice. Uh, fortunately, this, this smell still persists. What's it smell like? Sexy. Got a sexy smell to it. Smells like sexy, okay. Yeah, smells like, a, smells like a saxophone. I'm definitely stashing these away. You've, uh, you've yes. heard of candles like this. These aren't just candles. You know they're not just candles. You've seen things in your avenue of work, Sarabi. So you can maybe venture to guess. If you want to roll something, I can tell you what they are. They are not magical. Well, maybe a little magical. Okay, what do you want me to roll? That's a great question. Because this um, would be... Y you said something I'm familiar with? Yeah. So then, history? History, you with charisma. Honestly, just roll your charisma. This is something that you would know via your charisma. So, cool. These are basically sex candles. You 
100% know that. Not necessarily just the smell, but the kit in general. Uh, when lit, these candles will produce a pinkish haze. They melt very, very, very slowly to the point where they might not be melting at all, actually. After about five or so minutes, the haze from the candles can fill a 10 by 10 area, like a really slow smoke bomb. Prolonged exposure to the smoke can lead to a pleasant but persistent arousal. Uh, absolute hatred of closing, and you know the rest. So they set the mood. They set the mood. They're mood candles, yeah. Yeah, you're not lighting those in my uh, tiny hut. Don't worry, I won't. You are not the prey I seek. Did you add no, this one? Daniel might be. No, I didn't. Okay, uh, it's called Orgy in a Bag. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so funny. And the description even says, uh, leads to a, a pleasant but persistent arousal, hatred of clothing, and dot dot dot, well... <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> that's the description the book gave i love it make sure you're ready all right so you now have sexy candles wow i love the star this star is great too bad i couldn't see it in its heyday i mean this place is like perfect for you yeah i don't think you would be allowed in its heyday oh don't remind me i would i would make myself come in damn it they would say a no to me i mean they're elves you know i might actually have some relatives that are old enough to have come here Hmm. Yeah, should ask your mom. <laughs> God, I haven't even thought about my parents yet. I mean, considering how old. More like my grandma. Can. I don't think my mom's quite that old yet. She's not a thousand years old? Not yet. All right. Um, next to the painting, Delphina. Alrighty, your group heads on over there, and she is seemingly waiting for you. Just kind of just chilling. She's not far away. She's very close to the painting. And as you guys get closer, she gives you a wave. Hello, Delphina. Hello, Sarabi. Did you all have fun? Yes oh, and no. The, like that. The, the tower is both fascinating and scary. This is true. How many uh, levels does the tower have? Mm, that's a good question. I'm not actually sure. I've only been on the first... Just one. Well, the first three primarily. The fourth one's more of a museum. I haven't gone anywhere else, though. Actually makes sense. I think there's one more floor we haven't been able to find yet, but there's no way to get there, I think. And did you say museum? She nods. What's it a museum of? Uh, it's like trees and such. Various plants from other planes. Yeah, that makes sense. Are they supposed to be like two plants overtaking half the tower? She goes, you look like, no, what? Okay, so invasive species took claim of, yeah. I imagine it was pretty back in the day. Oh, was it ruined? Of years of unwholesome growth, you know. Oh, shame. There's half of it is vines, and the other half is like hell moss or something. Is the dryad still there? Oral. Dryad? Oh. Was a dryad? Oh. No mind. I mean, we found a uh, snake staff. Oh, that's good. And she, the way she said that was like, I don't know what that is, but cool. <laughs> I mean, All right, which dryad spell am I might using still on her? be there. Dryads live in trees, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she nods. She, says, hmm. she was in a very, very large tree. I don't think there was a large there was tree. A lar no, there was one. It was not very healthy, I think. Mm -hmm. It was a huge oak. It almost went to the ceiling. Quite pretty. Was there one that big? There's a large dead tree. I think yeah. was, yeah. Oh, a dead one? Yeah, it was super dead. Yeah, there was that one. It was kind of constricted by the invasive fine tree thing and not exactly alive anymore. Yeah. She kind of gives you guys a look of like, I keep forgetting how much time has passed. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I mean, honestly, a dryad might still be alive. You never know. Weird magical creatures and all that. I mean, we could go take a look after I get her out of there, I guess. Yes. Have fun with the cube of shame. <laughs> what? Oh, no. Okay. 
I will use the spell to get her out. Which one am I using? The spell magic? Yeah, I believe you just have dispel magic. A cleric should have it, yeah. And it doesn't cost a spell slot. You can just cast it using the cube. So whenever you guys use it, just add one to the use. So we'll count up rather than counting down. That's fair. All right. As you touch this painting, she like rubs her hands together very excitedly and kind of closes her eyes and puts her hands on what would be a wall or something on her side. It's difficult to tell, but she's like breathing in and like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. The frame begins to glow. The runes kind of begin to twirl and spin around this thing. And the desert behind her begins to shimmer and wave. And as it does, you can see the painting kind of pushing out as her hands are beginning to like melding out. Uh, almost as she's like pushing through a film. Do you mean like Stranger Things where that thing was coming through the wall? Less creepy, but yes. And she just sort of, after, after like a second, it, it looks as if she'll like slowly push through and it just kind of pops and she just like, boop, and just like it rolls into the ground. It's like, do, 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 landing behind this like banister. And she gets up and looks around and like breathes in and goes, oh, I'm finally free. Are you okay? Congratulations. She's looking around and she's like shaking with excitement. Like, oh, yes, 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 yes. She looks back at the painting. She scowls at it and just punches it. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. She gives it a nod and says, I'm doing fine. Yes. Should we destroy the painting in case anyone else gets locked in it? Or? Uh, you know, that's a good idea. Can Aldrin, we... swing at it. Actually, is it still magical? That's a great question. I would say it's magic is still the magic still exists, but it's no longer holding anyone. And magic things can, of course, be destroyed. You just got to beat the shit out of it. Maybe uh, we also sell it to Ma or something. No, let's not do that. Aldrin's that sounds like, like a bad idea. Aldrin's ready to smack it. He's like holding the, the mace. Go, Aldrin, do it. It's your call. Smack. He smacks I, it. I, I think that could be abused. She, she like dives over to look for something and she Honestly, finds like anything some. Anything on this island can be abused. Very much so. She finds like some errant wood and grabs it and she starts beating the shit out of the painting with Aldrin. <laughs> and she smiles and he goes one more huff, uh, looks to your group and she says, Honestly, thank you. Truly. You mentioned my people are still on the island, yes? Supposedly. I'm not sure where they are, though. Oh, I, know, well, I know of at least one of you. What is she least. again? Quarian, she's one of the Nereids. Yeah, like I said, he met one northwest near the Ogre Village, underneath the secret cave. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what her deal was, though. She didn't want to be found by her people. Not sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did mention that. She like thanks for a second. She says, "I probably don't know anyone, at least the ones that are still here. I well, yeah. highly doubt it. At least does your species live for a thousand years? Some of us possibly can. Yes, depending on our power." Do you no, think they'd be lucky. friendly to one of their own kind? I would hope so. When you say, where did you meet her again, Lekka? Uh, north side of the island in a secret cave in the coast. Was there a pool there? Yes. Did she show it? You wouldn't let me touch it. Ah, okay. I know why. Hmm. Have you found any other pools in the island? We found Several. A, a mithril pool. Uh, any pools full of water? We found that one... Was it Aldrin who swam in it? That went on for... Seemingly forever? No, that was me. It was, was you? The, okay. Yeah. That was the, uh, well, the very deep spring hole, I guess. She nods, and then pointing to you, she says, Interesting. Okay, well, understandably they wouldn't show it to you. Those were a way for my people to get around quickly. They're all connected. Oh. Not, not surprised. There's, what, four, five, I think? Well, we haven't found the yes. others then. Oh, no, you would probably die. You know, you I mean, can't. I I swam down for, like, what, a half an hour? Oh. Yeah, about... Uh, are you still wearing the uh, bracelet? Or did you have uh, to uh, I think I gave it back, yeah. 
Yeah, he'd probably give it back. Okay. She, she points at you, Sarabi, and says, Oh, that's one of ours. We would give those to people in, well, those that we liked. We would ferry them from one place to the other. This island is not massive, but it's large enough to be inconvenient. We would use those to get around very quickly, and we'd give those to people that couldn't breathe underwater. Is it the Stingray bracelet? She nods, yeah. Ooh. Uh, we got this one from a, uh, a small water elemental that kept trying to purify our waters. She, she giggles at that and says, I, hmm, I could probably make more for you all. I would, of course, need, you know, access to the ocean, but I should be able to. I mean, the ocean is right next door, yeah? So. Uh, I, I would hope it didn't move, yeah? It didn't move. I mean, we're on an island that moves around. You never know. True. We could be on land or in the sky. That'd be really weird. I've heard of that before, actually. Hmm. Same. Not sure I've seen it, though. Regardless, I should no, be able to... I don't want to see it either. Not really, no. That's I terrible. prefer, you know, water. Um, but I can very much make, if you have one, two more, it'll take me a little while, but I can probably do it. Sure. I'm not sure how else to repay you, honestly. That works for me. Perfect. I mean, if there's anything else you can tell us about the islands. Uh, I can try telling you what I can, definitely, but... Uh, it definitely changed, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming it's changed in quite some time. Um, if you don't need help getting across the island, I might be able to talk to my sisters. They might be able to help. Uh, if not, I know how to use the tunnels, unless they locked them down in some way. I can bring you through them. There's a, an enchantment cast on them. Uh, as long as you know, one of my people's using them, it's much, much faster than walking. It's much faster than flying, too. That'd be very helpful, actually. Just don't tell anyone. It's kind of our secret. Yeah, sure. And she smiles at that. Oh, what now? Are you going to continue? I guess we don't want to stay here. It's kind of true. Creepy? Yeah. Do you, uh, are you, are you, are you hungry? Do you, do you need water, like, ASAP? She thinks for a second, as if she's like feeling out her body, and kind of goes like, "No, I, th I, th I think I'm fine for now." Do I know how long they can survive without a source of water? She'll most likely pop outside and you know look for ocean soon-ish, but she'll definitely let you know if something is awry. All right, because I'm just wondering if if we should head for the ocean asap, or if we can detour like somewhere else on our way there. Y'all can probably look around if you want. Definitely. I mean, worst uh, case scenario, she can. Uh... I can use my bowl of infinite hot water to, you know, keep her wet, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Y'all have water. I'm not sure she'll like it, but... It's pure water. You do know that much, so... Yeah. That actually helps. <laughs> technically be more pure than the ocean water, so... That's full of fish pee. Ew. It's the truth you must handle, Sarabi. No! When you go surfing, keep your mouth closed. <laughs> Gross! I mean, all the water you drink has been inside someone else's body at some point in time. Indeed. Yeah, I suppose. Already kind of looking about. Uh, where is our next goal? Outside. Oh, did we want to double check that if the dryad's still alive, Miss uh, Delphine? She is kind of looking at the ground and honestly, I don't want to go back up there because it's kind of weird. Thinking to herself, she says, "If you said the tree's dead, she probably didn't make it. I wouldn't want to see her in that state if she's still alive." That's fair. She's Let's not. Leave. To, she won't be herself. That's fair. <laughs> out the door we go. As you guys, uh. I mean, that floor, nothing got, uh, got crystallized, right? Correct. As you head across this little bridge, uh, right in the center, where all the arrows are, pointing in, you know, intercardinal and cardinal directions, the hologram appears again and says, Hello, you requested assistance. You're a little late. They look down to you, Sarabi. Delphine's kind of behind you guys. Delphine gives the figure a wave. The figure waves back and nods and says, How may I assist you? We would like to check out, please. Also, your service upstairs were a bit, uh, rude. Very rude. Not a bit. Very rude. Oh, do tell. They didn't like me and said I should be kicked out. They called me ugly! That is quite concerning. 
I do not believe they thought you were ugly, though, Sarabi. No, they definitely implied I was ugly. The hologram is thinking for... They were just jealous of you. ...a moment, and points to Lekka. Precisely. You are too beautiful. Well, they were going to get violent with me, and I did not appreciate it. Things have gone somewhat awry since our golden era. I would highly recommend those that are beautiful or non-elven to avoid the third floor. No, I'm, no I'm ugly. No! <laughs> not ugly, just not... And she looks to you, Sarabi, and points to her. Bat. I will take that as a compliment. I mean, I could be. Honestly, if a kobold sounded that pretty hot. Well, not that any of you would surprise us, uh, understand that. Are you satisfied with your exploration? Yes. Did all floors cater to you? Not sure. I don't... How many floors does this tower have? Define floors. Rooms? Uh, levels. Thinking. Squints. Thinking. There are six total levels to the Lapis Observatory. We only saw four, right? Four, five, I think. Okay, we can only access four. Let's see, there's this one, there's the one above this. Correct. There are three primarily available. There is one higher than that. And of course, there are two more. How do we get to those floors? That is a wonderful question. Why do you ask? We'd like to visit them. Excellent. To reach the highest floor, of course, you need the password. Delphina. She shrugs. She has no idea. I think it might be, I don't know, around somewhere. One of the singing golems most likely has the password attached to it. Have you tried asking them? Where were they? They're kind of scattered in general throughout here, but there aren't that many. A lot of them are broken. Uh, one of the, like obviously... The, the one to the west. Yeah, the, the, there's one west. It's not entirely dilapidated. It's just trying to clean. It's trying to, its best to clean. Sure, we'll try asking it. Wonderful. There are many others in the other floor, if you'd like to try asking them. They might be out of commission, though, so be careful. Be careful of out of commission? Be careful of intruders. Gotcha. She smiles. What about the, the sixth floor? They would be located in the sixth floor, which would theoretically, technically, be the basement. One below us. And how do we get there? They're just staring out the space thinking. Slowly kind of nods and says, Have you tried exploring space? It is more vast than you realize. Are you comparing the basement to space? Oh, I think she means the hallway. I'm confused. Space is quite beautiful. You there remember are... when we entered this place? There was like a, a small area where you were like standing in literal space. Oh, as in we can maybe go left or right in it? Potentially, yeah. As you approach this singing golem, it is not out of order, but it is has no interest in reacting or talking to you. It like vaguely turns to you and goes back to cleaning. I whisper to it, hey, hey, do you know the password? You hear like a low like hum and that's it. I hum back at it. It hums exactly the same way back. Mm. Oh, one more question for the receptionist. They nod. The floor above this one, the dining room had like a space decoration on the ceiling. How How is that produced? That is a wonderful question. One I unfortunately do not have the answers to. The architects would have handled that. I am merely a guide. I assume the architects are all dead. This is an unfortunate fact. Damn it. I really, I really want to steal whatever, like, mechanism does it, just so I can bring it home and give it to Kiara. Also, looking at that one golem, Lekka, uh, it had a chime, like, in its throat. It looked like it was made of an opalescent stone that had various scenes of war and death engraved into it. And there were, like, small mirrored discs floating around it. That's a weird thing for a Tower of Pleasure. Yes. Since this one didn't seem to react all that much, want to check out the rest? Maybe. Yeah, we can. Or worst case scenario, they tried to murder us. I will have my fireball ready. 
Are there any more on this floor, or do we gotta go up? There are some, but you guys have poked them, and they didn't seem very responsive. We go to space. Oh, you want to go down. All right, yeah, Delfina will wait at the entrance. So as you guys pass through, there was the, the best policy. Yeah, she'll she'll kind of just chill here, and she'll, she'll let you guys know, like, I'm just gonna hang back and stay away from the uses, because actually this whole place kind of sucks. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wait here. <laughs> the, uh, sit in the middle and talk to the guy, maybe try to get some answers out of her. And uh, as you guys uh, walk on in, you see Lekka disappear into space. Sarabi, uh, Aldrin go ahead and does the same. And as you guys turn right, yeah, as you guys enter, you are enveloped in space once again. You can hear just like a dull humming. And as you begin to like walk and walk and walk, you're it feels as if you're going nowhere. But you can see Aldrin and you can see Lekka, Sarabi. Suddenly, you no longer see Lekka or Aldrin. They walked away from you. Did I see in which direction? They walked to your right. And as you continue to walk, you look behind you and there's like a shimmer in some way. But you are indeed able to walk around here. And you, you guys can almost walk infinitely. Uh, you go a little too far, though, and there is indeed a wall. It looks like it keeps going, but you can physically feel a wall. As you begin to feel around, you kind of move over to the north and suddenly you're out of the space field and standing in a hallway. And around this hallway are a set of stairs that descend. Interesting way to get to a basement. Good way to conceal it. Indeed. And with that, we all now head to the basement. All right. It is definitely musty down here. It is completely pitch black. Uh, how will you guys I be lighting? I love the dinosaur bone. I love the dinosaur bones as well. They're very cute. Uh, how will you be lighting your way? Uh, I'll cast light on Eldrin's sword again. Oh, wait, no. Uh, Eldrin has that light, doesn't he? Uh, on oh, the right, ring, yeah. Yeah. I forgot. He has infinite light, so he'll go ahead and just pull that ring out. All right. Ahead of you are double doors. They are engraved panels, 20 feet by 20 feet, white stone, highly detailed. The left panel seems broken and passable. Did you just say engraved? Uh, yes, at one point. Unfortunately, one of them, the left one, is completely broken. I will start doodling the other one. Okay. Uh, the other one has, it's a continuation of the first that is unfortunately no longer with us. Stars, constellations, sapopa flower uh, designs and whatnot. So it's not an, a literal sapopa flower. They're very artistic representations that are integrated with the stars and constellations. Tons of rubble everywhere. Whole bunch of orange crystal, like sheets thick of it, covering this door. You have to like, climb over it, covering rubble. It is definitely a mess. And up ahead, you guys can see that there is indeed a warehouse. As you're doing. Warehouses dueling, means wares. Indeed. There are, there are, there are wares. Lucky you see Sarabi doodling. What do you do? I'm going to take a quick peek around. All right. Like how high up are these, uh, scaffolds, I guess they are. So looking on in, you can see that there were some, so all this shattered rock here are various shelves that have fallen and just completely exploded. We're at about a 20 foot or so ceiling. There's a giant dark shelving structure, seven that are at stone and metal. They are 20 feet high, so they almost go to the ceiling. They have four tiers in them. There's trunks that are made of wood, metal. A lot of them are broken, uh, fallen. There's, there's various, like, goblets. There's some, it looks to be probably uh, jewelry. There's, like, some clothing and whatnot. Uh, more drug paraphernalia from up atop. And a lot of it, almost all of it, is just encased in this goo that turned into crystal. All of it's crystal. And you see some webs that are kind of dancing between all the rubble here. Well, one can assume that this is where the crystal thingy started, I guess, looking at the destruction. Uh, I'm going to go to like one of the shelves because the, the thingy did say there were like intruders here, right? 
Indeed, yes. Looking across the way, Leka, you can see some bolt foragers, which are those large birds, kind of just hanging out on the various shelves looking about. They turn to you guys as you walk in, but they don't really jump towards you. They're just watching. I'm just going to slowly go to, like, one of the shelves and try to climb up it. What's your intent while climbing it? You know, they're not super rickety, but not To get, like, a, a better view of what's inside and remain stealthy-ish. As you're able to do that and kind of climb your way up, you see more of what I mentioned before. Just fortunately, these are not covered in crystal. So some necklaces, really fine clothing, things of that nature. Drugs, lots of drugs, but all of that's just, you know, dead and gone. Lots of drug paraphernalia. Ways to break it down, smoke it, snort it, all the good shit. Fewer webs up in this area. Anything else that I can, like, see from here? I see. Looking about, you can see one or two singing golems. Uh, one of them is stuck under one of the fallen shelves, and it's kind of, like, moving and, like, wriggling about. Uh, you can see maybe some others that are also stuck, but it's really hard to tell. One of them looks like it's encased in the orange sludge that's completely crystallized. And from up here, you see about about two singing golems that are just stuck but can be freed. Mm-hmm. I'll climb back and go to Saravi. Well, good news is there's a lot of uh, treasure here and the golems. Bad news is there's also a lot of other things here. What do you mean by other things? Birds, and I heard some other things. Some of the golems might be defective in trying to kill us, you know. The usual. All right, well, good thing I have some AoE spells. Yeah, they are sadly spread out a bit, so either we have to get them all together or take them out one by one. I mean, one by one is suddenly safer. You've finished your sketch by this point, Sarabi. What's your, what's your next play? I sort of Daniel do a quick fly around, around the edge. Okay, does he have some sort of light? I would say he can get, he can get reasonably far because of Aldrin. And I, mean, I can just cast a light on a piece of rock and have him carry it around. Yeah, uh, is it a spell slot or is that free? It's a cantrip, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, how long's it last? An hour. Real nice and easy then. Uh, Daniel flies about. He lets you know that there are two snakes in the aisle to the left of us. There is there are some slimes running about. When I say running, I mean very, very, very slowly moving about. Uh, there's a slime, one slime to the west, and there's two to the east. He sees various spiders that are crawling throughout the rocks. And of course, the bolt foragers, but he should not get close to them because they'll probably take him out. If anything, he'll stand close to like the, the, the walls and stuff like that. Yeah, he's, he's intentionally staying away from them because they will 100% kill him. He looks like food. I want to use now. spirit guardians, but I'm out of spells three slots, so... Do you still have your um, pearl of power? Yeah, I must. Lucky I don't think I've used it yet. If, if you're going to use the pearl, go for it. All right, yeah, I'll go ahead and use the pearl. All right, so looking up ahead, what are y'all doing? Dying, apparently. Dying, apparently. All my friends are immune. A bunch of little foxes begin to jump and oh, dance around Zorobi. Do you want to start left or right? The snakes are to the left, right? Correct. Yeah. Probably die quickly, I would hope. My god, it sticks to me. Amazing! It does, yes. It's on your token. I mean, if, if Aldrin leads the way, I'll just follow quickly behind him. You should be leading the way anyway. Question to you, Sarabi. Would you have short rested prior to this? You, you guys have been sitting around quite a bit. And you have five year hit die and you're kind of low on HP. I feel like we would have while he was detecting all those magical items yeah, when I was makes, watching the slime. That makes sense, yeah. But if you want to do that real quick before we start running around, because the second you hit something, we enter combat. Alrighty. The rest has been taken care of. With this range, Sarabi, you know that your little foxies jump around about 15 feet away from you. So Aldrin will stand next to you, but where do you want to go first? Right, left. Left and into the shelf way. Alrighty, he will technically lead, which... Surprise, surprise, will instantly piss off both of these snakes as you're instantly trying to kill one of them. He can also leave with his shadow. Indeed. 
Uh, go ahead and roll me some initiative, please, and thank you. I'll roll for the snakes first. Damn, that's some bad rolls with advantage. My initiative was in that one. Uh, indeed, but you precast this in the last 10 minutes, so you're basically set, and your move uh, goes off. My things last 15. It also goes off at the beginning of their turn. So they take damage right now. The close one will when it comes to his turn, yes. Uh, the far one, well, he's just really confused. Is the snake smart enough to know what that spell is? I'm going to go with a no. He doesn't know any better. Uh, I believe it's also the first time entering the area, and it's a wisdom save? Yes. All right, well, he's going to go ahead and run it in because he's too stupid to know otherwise. If that is a fail. Is it 3d8 damage? Yes. Roll it up. All righty. As also, you... it's radiant. I don't know if that matters. Uh, it, it doesn't, but it beats um, the... Unless they are demon snakes. No. Absolute shit out of him. As he jumps in, some of your, uh, your foxes get onto him. And, well, he's already in. He might as well keep going. He only sees your boy. So, Fang's bared. He will indeed attack. Missing horribly. And then it is Cradaniel's turn. Cradaniel does what he does best and helps Squark. Alright, he squarks. Yes. Alright, Aldrin will do what Aldrin do. The other one is always dead anyway, so... And he'll walk around this boy here. Mace ready. Bonk. Give it a bonk. Single bonk. Single kill, as one does. Wait, are you telling me the other snake is one HP left? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's too dumb to know what it's doing! So it's, it's hissing and freaking out and kind of doing his thing. Uh, Lekka, you see your friend jump over one snake as it attempted to bite him. It looks like it's on, on its absolute last legs. If it had any, he kills one of the snakes. And now it is your turn. Just gonna, I don't know, ray of frost it, I guess. Alright. Something to set the mood. Hissing and angry and sad and just not having a good time at all and you blast it with frost removing it. It's like a stiff, you know, snake skull. Indeed. He turns into... Are these cold-blooded snakes, actually? Uh, well, I mean, it's pretty cold down here, so he's colder now and having an absolute shit so of a time. Cold-blooded, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, should be extra weak to it. That's definitely how it works now. Definitely how that works, yes. We now have a snake sickle and a smashed snake. Uh, Srobi, <laughs> your little foxes are dancing around you. Looking down this hallway, you see no more snakes. But we do know there's lots of web and spidery things to stage right, to the east. Direct the east? All right, we'll go that way then. Yeah, Aldrin, take those with you. We can eat those later. Is, is there any uh, spiders down? Um... All to the left was only... Uh... All the spiders are in this area here. You don't know where they are exactly, so basically you need to move to an area, Sarabi. So let me put you back in your spot. You can move 30 feet from there, and you just have to pick a spot, and at the start of their turn, they'll, they'll roll to defend. Works for me. Should only be a slime elf to the left, so going right from here. All right, is that your chosen position? Yes. Alrighty, time to roll for all the other boys. And now you aggro like 15 spiders. Alright, they actually rolled quite well, I will say. Uh, fortunately for you, it affects them at the start of their turn, not when you walk into them, uh, which is absolutely great. Do I see anything besides these two lizard things? Oh, they're rock things. You see two singing golems Make that are sure. stuck under stone. Make sure not to destroy those, by the way. You see lots of web? Yeah, they, they are stuck under stone, kind of just kicking. Lots of web. This whole area here in the middle is all rough terrain. Okay. My spiritual weapon won't randomly attack people, right? No. You can ready an action. Alright, I'll do that. So you're gonna cast a spell? Yeah, I'll do, uh, produce flame. Okay. So fortunately for you, uh, you can be picky on this. Uh, let's see. Seeing where we are. Alrighty, first and foremost, one of the spiders is going to reveal itself, Sarabi, and you are very familiar with this. It's gonna aim its big old booty at you and fire off some web. Oh, I should have ready the dodge action, I see. 
apparently not. I rolled an eight and completely miss as you've dodged. You've seen this a couple times. You know how this bullshit works. And you're able to completely avoid it. Uh, the spider is going to climb up here and kind of chill on the wall as it's waiting. And then this hey, one. Hey, 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 hey. It's starting its turn here. Uh, no, it's not. This one is, though. And this one here is going to go ahead and do a wisdom save. Oh, there's three of them. I only see two. Correct. Like I said, you hit one, you aggro everything. Alrighty, 19 damage. This spider is just going to explode as your foxes jump on it and absolutely tear it apart. <laughs> as you cackle like an absolute psycho, another one of the spiders kind of hops up onto one of the fallen shelves. And looking towards you, Sarabi, it again, just like it's friendly, friendly boys, going to try to shoot some web at you. And again, a miss, a six. Having missed, this boy's going to kind of hunker down here and just chill. All right, it's now Daniel's turn. Quonks around the corner. Assesses the situation. There are some lads. It goes for the furthest one. Exited wildly. All right, makes wonderful bird noises. Aldrin's in a really not great position. Um, I'm going to have him just kind of follow where y'all are. I mean, you can summon his thing up to 30 feet away, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, guys, did I mention that that spider threat, if they, uh, if they get it on you and then they run around you real, real fast, you get transported to another planar realm? Yeah, that's how all spiders work. What? <laughs> you didn't know that. Alrighty, Shadow summoned from across the way as Aldrin summons his bud, slaps the spider across the face, and it's your turn, Lekka. Step around a corner. That's a lot of spiders. Take aim at the one that uh, Daniel has snuggled. Unfortunately, it has indeed revealed itself for uh, range attacks like a damn fool. You fool! I'm just gonna shoot it with the spell that I can't find. This one. Excellent! Alrighty. I, when, <laughs> when can I use my ready to attack? Uh, whenever one reveals itself. So realistically, you could have used it on the one to the south that webbed you. So go ahead and cast that on this guy right here. Before he webbed you, you would have done it. Excellent. Alrighty, Lekka, roll me one d4 as well to add to that nine. All right, that's a Kendra. So nine plus one, ten damage. All right, you send a bolt of lightning across the way. You shock this lad as Daniel's like squawking at it. The spider just explodes on one of the shelves. Ah, oh, yes, this cape is very useful. I cast a cantrip, which means I can still do a leveled spell if I use my, you know, the sorcery points that I have as a sorcerer. Indeed. Because I am, in fact, a sorcerer. I'm just going to cast, uh, what is it called again? You know, the magic missiles. I'll fire two of them at the spider to the bottom right and the other one is gonna fly all the way to the bird to the south uh you're gonna hit the ball forager so they're not currently looking at you guys they're watching but they're not attacking they're not, they're not affiliated with the spiders mm. but currently they are paying you guys no mind they're just watching i'll squint at them loudly and fire it at the other spider inside strabi's range instead okay that's four to the one to the right and four to the one to the left that's perfect and that is more about. than enough to kill both of them double kill already actually it's a triple kill Triple kill? Oh yeah, oh yeah, technically yeah, you're right, that, that is a triple kill, wow. Kill streak. Pentakill! I used for that my, which one is it? Quicken spell, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, and looking around Sarabi, you don't see any more of the spiders shifting about. If there are some more, they're most likely hiding somewhere. You kind of keep shifting, you kind of keep shifting, and you realize, you be careful not to get close to the singing golems, that there might be some more spiders here, but they're probably hiding elsewhere in the room, or all gone. As we currently stand, there are no more spiders here to bother you. They're seemingly all gone. If I'm not going to shoot anything, I can move 60, right? Uh, correct. Now, I, I will say, since all the spiders are basically dead and so are the snakes, uh, what is your intention now? I just want to travel around the room and let my little foxies eat. You're just going to kind of, like, scoot everywhere? Yeah. Alrighty. 
I can technically break us out of combat because there are very few enemies left. So realistically, you're free to move as long as you don't move near the birds. And I'll let you know if you get too close. Uh, what are you intending to hit, though? More spiders, specifically? Spiders, snakes, whatever's hiding around corners. You look around corners and you see some of the slimes. They seem as if they were attracted by the noise you all were making. They're very slowly moving. Do you approach it? Nope. Okay. Dash. Flash, flash, 100 yard dash. And moving around here, Sarabi, you're pretty much only going to find more of these slime boys. And there is something else you will find, but it's shoved back in a different room. So you're not going to find it in this main area. The two golems are seemingly still stuck and kind of just moving in place. These damn slimes. Just, oh, you're big ass strong, right? He moves in and begins to try to rescue one, kind of apprehensive a little bit, just to see, like, is it going to attack me? Is it going to do anything? And nope, no issue. First try, not so great. Maybe kind of shifts the rock a bit and it kind of hits the golem in a way that wasn't too pretty. It's like, ah, shit, sorry. And then kind of tries again. Uh, this time is indeed able to move some of the rocks off the golem. And it doesn't thank or do anything, but you can see on its chest there is an inscription. And this one here looks like its chime is broken. It was once made of terracotta, though. Something similar to like a terracotta. And uh, it's shaped like a wang jangler. Shaped like a wang jangler. Indeed. Interesting golems. Do, do, do you mean a, a, a wang jangler that Robbie would be interested in? Or a wang jangler for, like, from that cooking show? Uh, a penis. A goof, uh, it's got a goofy little clay penis necklace, basically. That would have once made beautiful music, but is currently broken. <laughs> it's a penis-shaped whistle. Yes. Unfortunate. So, Aldrin, would you like enhance ability? I kind of used to look like, I'm, I'm good. I, I, can, I can do it on my own. Ugh. And then moving on over this one, the, the singing golem kind of gets up and starts like walking around and looking at things. And he is able to free this one as well. There's a, an opalescent stone kind of floating in this one. And there's like little animal constellations sort of dancing around it. The constellations and the art of this like opalescent stone are almost like 3D. Like they're projected out. And they're like folding in and out of themselves. It's really, 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 really trippy to look at. Uh, definitely, definitely something to behold. But this one here seems also somewhat broken in some way. Like it's trying to do something and it's thinking, but it's very much, it's very much out of it. Unfortunately, they've they've been here for quite some time. Well, let's quickly loot this place and move to the other rooms, I guess. All right, where do we look first? I'm just quickly like going across the shelves to uh, see if there's anything valuable there. There's plenty of valuable stuff here. We'll kind of we'll, we'll, we'll count it later. There's 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 quite a bit though. That we shall go to the other rooms. Just a lot of stuff. Are you turning your foxes off, Starby, or are you keeping them on? Might as well keep them on for now. Yeah, unless they're gonna get in the way of the golems, I want to leave them on until they run out. All right, there are two doors to the south. One leads west room. One leads to an east room. Opening this room here, uh, you're greeted with a very musty smell as you swing the door open. And looking about as you creak open this heavy oak door that has a golden sapopa flower kind of detailed into it, you see uh, four beds. They're made of uh, lace and velvet, and there's like some curtains around them as well. There is some crystal that is like shattered up against them that has just completely exploded. There are six chairs. They have winged backs, also velvet. Most of them are fallen, ruined, completely destroyed. Uh, there was what looks to be like a fireplace in the bottom corner. Uh, you see various shelves. There's a bunch of books and such for reading. Most of them are still intact, uh, covered in crystal and things of that variety. Uh, you see drug paraphernalia, a kitchen, and things like that. This looks maybe like a servant's quarters. Kind of interesting. Um, 
in the corner, kind of pushed up against the fireplace, though, you see, like, the outlines of a body. A body has been discovered. Ding, ding, ding. What kind of body is this? Is it, like, human body, or is it Gollum? It's definitely humanoid. It is very difficult to tell, though. Uh, do you want Alden to lead looking at it, or Sarabi? Uh, I'll do it. I have a medical background, remember? Indeed. Sarabi is the, the death thingy here. You have Death Cloud, indeed. Uh, Aldrin will move with you to produce to help produce more light, because I'm pretty sure your spirit guardians have some light in them. Okie dokes. And as you move in, uh, I do adore this art. It's a shame I can't just throw it directly into a foundry, but I'll go ahead and throw this bad boy into a Discord there for you. This is... To put it plainly, Sarabi, this body is long. Dead. It has deep, sunken eyes that are like a dark, dark, dark purple. Its hair is wispy, pathetically attempting to hold on to its skin that is pulled far too tightly to its body. All of its skin is both hanging and pulled too tightly in various areas, almost like it's too heavy for said body. And as you take a step closer, you see it shake a little. Does this look like a typical undead? Uh, no, this is very much not undead. Do I know what it is? You do not, no. And I haven't heard of anything like it? Roll me history. <laughs> plus zero, plus zero, plus zero. <laughs> I'm not sure what the, plus, the third plus zero is for. Looking and kind of giving it a thought. So it's definitely not undead. Upon closer inspection, Sarabi, you can tell that this thing is 100% dead and not reanimated. It is just dead. You can tell by the color of its skin, by the way said skin is hanging on its bones, looking at its nails, its lips have been long, just peeled away. The teeth are still indeed stuck into its gums, but everything is just dry. Do I have any idea what killed it? That you cannot tell. Now, I will say this, it isn't just a body decaying. Upon closer inspection, once again, the corpse, like, shudders, and you can see its neck bulge, as if it, like, cartoonishly swallowed an eight ball. And the bulge moves away. But the bulge moved up, not down. I back it's away. Something inside it. Definitely something inside it. Taking a moment. I'm gonna back away and use my uh, mage hand to open his mouth. Okay. Uh, as you all take a step Elgin back. also take a step back, please. Indeed, as you all take a step back, you produce your hand, and its jaw is, like, firmly shut. It takes a little bit of fang dangling. You're not really able to exert enough strength, but you hear a chittering. And the jaw kind of like clicks loose and drops open. And when it does, hundreds of tiny spinners begin to pour out of its mouth and crawl towards your group. Spinners? Little astral spinners begin pouring out of this thing's oh, mouth. Oh, you mean the spiders? Yep. And they all begin running towards you. Fireball! Fortunately, you find space. Are you sure about that? Fortunately, you don't need to cast fireball because they're willfully entering. Your spirit guardians. Oh, thank God. And every single one of them is tackled by one of your little spirit foxes and torn to shreds. After a while, they realize their folly and begin climbing up the sides of the walls. But you got about 80% of them because you're um, so close to the corpse. <laughs> I will chase the ones that are starting to run away. Uh, Aldrin runs back and closes the door so they can't get out. And as he does that, your little foxes begin to just uh, actually, jump in. Yep. Tell Aldrin to grab his, uh, you know, the monocle we had? To mm -hmm. find spiders and bugs and stuff like that. Yes. Well, we have oh, yeah. Light. Check out this any round. All right. 
uh, he looks around and he sees that there are very few kind of scurrying around in the beds. And these, these are tiny. So the ones you guys have been fighting are like small dogs. These are like the, uh, like they can fit in the palm of your hand. They're like the size of the palm of your hand. These are really small. Bring my to the beds. Yeah. So he's kind of directing you guys where to go. He has the light in his ring. And it, d- it does take a second. Um, it's way less efficient than what you're doing, but he's able to pop a couple of them because they're so small uh, with the, the bug zapper, basically. And he's like, just and with the door closed, they can't escape. After two to three minutes of you guys are running around and smashing these baby spiders, the corpse kind of shudders again and lies still. I would like to set the corpse on fire. Put it in the fireplace first, please. Uh, it is in the fireplace, actually. Good, perfect. Wait, where does the fireplace lead? Great question. You're not sure if it's functioning. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, we might want to, you know, go up there, see where it goes. Maybe it goes to the sixth floor. Or the fifth floor, I guess. Uh, maybe? But we didn't see any fireplaces in other floors. Exactly. Maybe it's a portal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, quickly wow. burning the corpse, it doesn't respond or react to you guys attacking it, and falls to pieces. You can see various bits of what were probably at once eggs purple and glowing within its gut, its hollowed-out chest cavity. Oh, gee, it sure is a good thing that none of us got captured by those spiders, right? <laughs> I threw a wonderful picture of what they technically look like in chat for you guys. Nice. That could have been good. I would rather commit suicide than do that. You found a host. Congratulations. Either way, you were gonna die. As long as I'm not awake. Uh, after you guys accomplish all this the door pops back open uh, daniel flies over and he kind of like flaps to you letting you know that he found some cool shit in the other room cool shit you say indeed bird nod no cool shit in this room right just the dumb body you actually did find uh, i said there are a lot of books if you want to look at those you're more than welcome to and you also found a necklace they're an elvish right they're an elvish and dwarvish Ugh. some are in common but as you flip through them they don't really have too interesting information to tell you then no thanks all right. It's kind of sick and tired of this elvish language. I'm sick of these elves. <laughs> All right, yes, Daniel leads you on over to a room off over to the side. A room that is completely full of singing golems. Wait, wait, where's that? Elvin yeah. gave me that horrible spell story thing. The crystal he took from the, the Mithropals. He should have those on his inventory somewhere. Oh, the glowing red crystals? Yeah. If I remember right, those things are able to store spells, is what you said. I'm gonna grab Sarabi's shame cube, and I'm gonna cast uh, Comprehend Language into the, the crystal. Okay. Actually, how many um, spells can it store? Just one? Just one is really iffy. If it's not refined, it's not something you want to store long-term. No, I'm just gonna use the cube once and then give the orb to Sarabi, so now she can use a one-time use uh, Comprehend Language. Nice! Alright, so that is two uses on the cubic focus of shame. Now I give it back to Sarabi. <laughs> How do you feel when you that. how do you feel when you hand it back? Uh, he is reminiscing about his uh, past. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, no, not good. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, Sarabi, you know that if you uh, grip this crystal, you should be able to comprehend languages. I don't know if you want to do that first, but there is. I can quickly describe. It's uh, only one cost that lasts for an hour, though. So. Yeah, it does last for an hour. No sludge has made it into this room. It seems to be a storage area specifically for golems. The door was large, steel, heavy. It was carved in a high relief of golems so very straightforward uh there's approximately 20 or so in here they're all deactivated and kind of just chilling and across the way you do indeed see singing golem that looks like a an elf uh, he looks male and he's carved out of black basalt 
an absolutely beautiful body uh, standing across the way from you all. And this one is separate from the rest. I wonder why he's separate. That's kind of weird. Does it look uh, active? Or are literally all of them inactive? All the ones on the right seem to be inactive. This one here... Pauses for a moment as you all enter the room. You don't have comprehend languages going right now, Laka, right? No. Okay. It just begins to go off in multiple languages, uh, starting with Elvish, and you hear just like gobbledygook, and it pauses. Elvish will be able to understand that, right? Indeed. Yeah, yeah. He, he'd hear that and kind of look in the corner, and then it pauses, and then it says it in Dorvish, and then it pauses, and then it says it in another language that none of you recognize, then it pauses, and it says in common, hello. Who are you? You said this was a man golem, right? This is a male elf, correct. It's looking, to, it's looking towards your group. Okay. Introduce myself, Lekka. Hello. How are you doing? It's ready How to say you? hello again until you introduce yourself, Lekka. Then it kind of clicks, slowly turns to look at you, walks over to you very quickly, and extends a hand. And says, I shake it. Excellent. He shakes your hand, and then he gives you a bow and says, Hello, Lekka, the beautiful, the wonderful, the most exquisite. What can I do for you today? I'll turn around to Sarabi and go like, see, this is how you introduce yourself. Well, shut up, you. Are those your servants? I am no one's servant. They are quite drab compared to you, my lord. Oh my true, god, true. you racist. I am sorry, servant number one. This has nothing to do with your race, but... And he motions to Lekka. His blinding brilliance is impossible to ignore. Wouldn't you agree? Nodding. <laughs> I switch my tails angrily. So you finally a construct with a, a sense of beauty. What can I do for you, my king? Uh, I was looking for a password. Indeed, a password to what? The fifth floor. He looks over your group, looks down to you, Lekka, smiles widely and says, Of course, allow me to lead the way. And we'll go ahead and pause there. Uh,